I think the weirdest thing about the pandemic is as we're facing into the sunset of this basically eviction avalanche, you know, all these Americans are and Canadians and people all over the world are going to be facing eviction. People can't make rents. People are losing jobs. Some jobs have not even returned yet. People are on unemployment. All of this very terrible stuff. People are having the worst years of their life. Over 100,000 people died in America alone. I think the real crazy thing about this pandemic is the fact of how rich some people are getting. Literally, there was gasp in the air. I think a moment of silence. I think the sun stopped spinning for just a second when it was announced that Jeff Bezos's wife became the richest woman in the world after a divorce settlement. It was pretty just a remarkable feat of like, Jeff Bezos is so rich that now his wife, after divorcing him, is the richest. It, it just, it just kind of blew people's minds a little bit. And I see these come out every so often, these big divorce settlement um, conversations. And one of the biggest things that I've noticed is just the absolute reactions to them. Um, literally, when it comes to a guy's worst fear in the world, right? you know, 50% of all marriages end in divorce. It seems a lot of guys have a very rational yet irrational fear of these massive divorce settlements ending them. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, when you look at divorces, and I think a movie like Marriage Story did a great job, uh, divorces can be one of the most nastiest experiences in the world. I mean, the divorce lawyer only gets paid by how much money they suck out of you. Literally, that's their income. They need to drag it along, get along with the other divorce lawyer representing the other side. And the longer they can drag it along, they get more money. You're almost like a passive income investment to them, if you will. The newest one that came out has literally, I've seen it hit headlines everywhere. Honestly, it's been everywhere. Um, It was broken by TMMZ and it's over Dr. Dre and his wife's settlement. Now, you know, Dr. Dre, you know, um, super famous for NWA, super famous for breaking the hit artist Eminem. But I mean, Dr. Dre made so many monies from the the what is it beats by dre headphones that he sold to apple net worth right now forbes has them listed at 800 million dollars aka just a ton of money just a ruthless amount of money so when his wife files for the divorce settlement she can be given the lifestyle that she is accustomed to. It's not about kids. It's not about the dog. It's about the lifestyle she's accustomed to. You know, this, of course, in the past is basically put there to stop the epidemic of people throwing their housewives broke on the street with nowhere to live and no assets to their name. Um, Now we have a situation where 
if you are with a millionaire husband and you're a housewife or you just don't make nearly as much income as him, you are afforded the lifestyle you were accustomed to in the divorce settlement. If you haven't heard the actual details, um, his wife basically asked, her name's Nicole Young, she wants around $1.9 million, wait for it, a month to cover her expenses. 10 grand for laundry, 135,000 for clothes. I mean, come on, I haven't spent 135,000 in clothes in my lifetime. Education, she wants 60,000 a month. I mean, she's trying to go to Harvard every month, basically. 900,000 for entertainment. So 1 million a month just for entertainment. I'm assuming this is private planes. This is um, special occasions. Like she's doing really crazy stuff. It's it's, it's a million a month. I mean, private planes aren't cheap by any means. She's asking for 125,000 for charitable contributions. Maybe she's, you know, has monthly contributions to charity right now, um, you know, that are part of certain arrangements. So to keep that going. She wants $100,000 for mortgage a month. Um, You know, if you want multiple properties, you might as well get a mortgage, borrow money, don't use your own. You know, it's an old adage. Um, And telephone, cell phone, and email is $20,000 a month. This is the one that I don't think really makes sense. What kind of cell phone plan costs $20,000 a month? I'm trying to think, like, what could she possibly be talking about? It has to be, like, the most secure email server in the world she must be using the most secure cell phone service. Maybe she's really afraid of losing nude pics. Like, honest to God, I swear that must be it because she's using like a Fort Knox encrypted sort of telephone service. And I think seeing all this, a lot of people were talking about if she deserves the money or not. Like, like why is she getting so much money? Like, this is ridiculous. That's 24 million a year. Which, I mean, if he has $800 million is a lot of money. But, you know, as investors, we can kind of do the math. You know, quick head math is this, right? If you're making a billion dollars, you know, the stock market appreciation is around 8% a year, 10% a year. But a safer investment probably gets you around 5% a year, right? So on the safe side, let's say he's his uh, annual worth is growing 5% a year. If he has a billion dollars, that's around, what is that, $50 million a year? you know, take 20% of that off to get back down to 800 million, that's $40 million a year. He's basically growing his net worth. And that's just on the safe side. It's probably, he's probably appreciating at a faster rate than that because as a billionaire, you have opportunities for very easy investments because there's not a lot of people that compete with you. It's very easy to have a higher appreciation at that level if you're used to you doing very complex transactions. $40 million a year for doing nothing at Dr. Dre's level. I mean, $24 million of that to his wife doesn't seem like the worst, but it still doesn't necessarily seem like the best. I mean, that's half of the income he's basically living off. But I mean, of course, he has a nest egg. He has assets. He can wind down his assets. Maybe he can get something down in there to have her basically contributions wind down as well. I mean... She's basically making over a CEO salary. She's would be well over the top, you know, 
four or five hundred average for how much she's making annually. Um, but I mean, as a billionaire's wife, do you kind of deserve that? It's kind of hard to say no. Um, I think the most interesting thing about the story, however, is not whether this, you know, Nicole Young deserves the money, but on the careers that are built off of stories like this, it's absolutely amazing. So first I'll say this. One of the things that I noticed that shocked me a lot really was, um, you know, I looked in my analytics and I just looked at the breakouts of people listening to podcasts and around 30% were females and around 70% were males. And, you know, obviously the males, you know, part dominates but i remember like kind of like doing some youtube videos back in the day and some podcasts back in the day like the breakout was way more monogamous or is that even a word monogamous um it was way more of the same and you could see that with a lot of creators like female creators have female audiences male creators have male audiences typically but we're getting into a world where you know a lot of people's interests aren't so gender divided and we're all interested in like the same stuff relatively. Um, however, there is this section of money to be made, like, like lots and guaps of money in appealing to the MGTOW incel type of market. Now think of these guys as not feminists, but meninists, like real men's right activists. And there's this growing section online of just absolute money to be made if you quite frankly just doo-doo on women I'm, I'm not talking about my boy odell beckham jr i'm not talking about that but if you if you're just if you're just ready to literally falcon punch women literally like figuratively over a podcast or over a youtube you can make a lot of money whether it's talking about you know what something bad a girl said something dumb a girl said or something unfair about girls are going through there is so much money to be made of it like literal careers can be made on this and there's a huge audiences around this and whether you know the girl you're talking about in your podcast or youtube video whether they're in the wrong or the right you've seen it you've seen these channels that are just built around it i don't want to call one out um, cause this guy is funny. I like watching his videos, even though like after a while you're just like, wait, is, is this all you're going to talk about? I don't really want to call a YouTube channel out, but, um, yeah, I've, I've seen so many of this and it's interesting that especially when, it, you know, you start to look at, you know, political things and, uh, you know, political leanings online, um, you can see that there's so much money on catering to an audience and having no nuance. And my question is, in the future, what is going to be, you know, the more profitable area? Is it going to be the really polarizing content, the Republican, no matter what, forever Trumper or the extreme lefty, you know, um, Nazi Germany wasn't so bad type of view? Or is it going to be like the more nuanced, like think about Philip DeFranco, think about Joe Rogan, are, are those going to be the guys that really, you know, get a lot of the the money or is that going to be the areas where people are flocking to? And for me, I don't know anymore because with 
Trump, you know, love him or hate him, Trump, and objectively, you know, I don't know where you're voting, but Trump is a guy who rides for his party very hard. Like, he's a president who's not necessarily trying to basically appeal to everyone, but he's really trying to appeal to a certain base of loyal voters because he knows if he gets that base of loyal voters, he's the most likely to win. He's not trying to go against them at all. And what that does is create really polarizing you know, polls, think about polls, yes, no, really opposite responses and reactions to him, where it's either you love Trump and he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, or this guy is the literal devil reincarnated. And when I look at something like, you know, Dr. Dre's wife making, you know, 24 million, I can look at a YouTube channel and already know what they're going to say. And they know exactly what their audience needs to hear. And there is a lot of money in it. One of the channels that kind of plays in this area, but really has a way more nuanced opinion is a channel like ABBA and Preach on YouTube, where they have a lot of videos where they talk about, you know, relationship faults on men, but a lot of them are on women because they know, they see the numbers, they see the channel growth. They know that there is so much money. Like their channel literally tripled this year because they know there is so much money talking about you know basically the faults of females in relationships um there, there's just a lot of money in that um and as an investor i can't help but be just super interested by these trends and as always the best most brightest investors are the uneducated ones why is that that's because the uneducated investor they never stop learning but let me know what you think do you think nicole young needs nine hundred thousand dollars a month for entertainment or do you think that is ridiculous um let me know in the comments below comments below saying youtube let me know on twitter it's at fly on twitter and we flight crew we have to take off